This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I hate to say I told you so, unless I'm telling it to a bunch of left-leaning, lunatic, socialist, liberal Democrats who hate Donald Trump. <laughs> in which case, I told you so, left-leaning, socialist, lunatic, Democrats who hate Donald Trump. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. And I'm going to be honest with you. It's been, uh, it's been quite a, fi- a fantastic and hectic week. It's also been cold here in Florida. And I know, I know that when I'm in Florida and I'm complaining about it being cold, I'm complaining about it being 42, 43 degrees. And the rest of the country is like sub-zero temperatures. But uh, I had to wear a hoodie today. And I was in my closet and I got my, for Halloween, I had these hoodies made. And they were just big black hoodies. And on it, it said, this is my John Fetterman costume. And I wore it for Halloween and I had it laying around. So I grab it and I put it on and I walk in. My wife goes, what are you wearing? <laughs> and I go, I'm wearing my John Fetterman costume. And she goes, why? And I go, because it's cold outside. She goes, "Put get out, go get another hoodie. You can't, that's a Halloween costume. So I took off my, this, I was like, fine. So I took off my, this is my John Fetterman costume uh, hoodie. And I put on my free Trump hoodie instead. And I go, better? She goes, I guess. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. It was kismet. It was kismet. It was meant to be, as they say, because the new, the big news of the day, or at least one of the big news stories that we're going to be talking about um, here in the podcast is that Donald Trump's trial date for March the 4th has been dropped off of the calendar. March the 4th has been, this was, this was a big win for Donald Trump, for his campaign, for conservatives, for people who love America and hate election interference, because setting the date for March the 4th was election interference. This is, um, this is his uh, D.C. trial date. The, uh, the, the D.C. trial uh, that, you know, Jack Smith brought these charges and, ta- and um, what's her name? Tanya Chutkin is the judge. And she decided that she was going to set the trial to begin on Monday, March the 4th. And why is that, why is that important? Well, because Tuesday, March the 5th is Super Tuesday. And Super Tuesday is a big stinking deal. Super Tuesday is the day that a whole more uh, states vote for their delegates for the uh, Republican um, nomination than any other states. Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, and American Samoa. You don't want to forget. You don't want to forget American Samoa. Do you smell what the rock's been cooking? Uh, they all they all vote on the same day. It's called Super Tuesday. And it's really it's really the day when Donald Trump. I mean, let's be honest. We all think he's already sealed the deal, but he's really going to put Nikki Haley away. Although Nikki Haley claims she's not going anywhere until Super Tuesday. So it's a big deal. This is an exciting day. Um, and March 5th is going to be an exciting day for a lot of reasons. Uh, first of all, Donald Trump's probably going to secure the nomination for real for real. And Nikki Haley will probably drop out of the race. She told Jake Tapper, well, here, let me play it for you. Can't live in chaos anymore. This is about the fact that we've got to focus on what it's going to take to not just get our domestic policy on track. Did you think it was inappropriate when the RNC chair, Ronna McDaniel, suggested that you need to drop out uh, because she didn't see a path for you? 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I absolutely think it was inappropriate. We've had two states that have voted. You need 1,215 delegates. Donald Trump has 32. I have 17. We still have 48 states and more territories to go before we get there. I'm not going anywhere, Jake. I am going to continue to go all the way through South Carolina. Then we're going to go on to Super Tuesday and we're going to keep on going forward. Okay, so there you go. She's going to go through South Carolina all the way through Super Tuesday and we're going to keep on going forward. I'd like to point out once again, she's telling Jake Tapper all of this on CNN. Why? Well, because I think all the other networks have given up on her. I think even Fox News is like, you know what? We're pretty, we're going to have to resign ourselves to the fact that Donald Trump's going to be the nominee. And if things keep going the way they're going, probably the president. And they're and Fox News is going to have a real come to G. They're going to have a come to Jesus meeting like they've never had at Fox News because they dumped Donald Trump. And now they're going to have to, I guess they're going to have to pick him back up. <laughs> but Nikki Haley's not going anywhere. So Super Tuesday is a big deal. And Donald Trump being the presumptive nominee needs to be out there campaigning and, and speaking and meeting the folks. And the day before, because here's the thing about primary. The primary day itself is not really the big day. Most of the time, when the primary is actually happening, the campaigns have already left. For example, Iowa. The, the, the weeks leading up to the Iowa caucus were important. The day before, the Iowa caucus was crucial. Everybody was in the state. Everybody was shaking hands. Everybody was buying everybody else pizza. Everybody was at the diners. Everybody was at the places. Then you, you wake up the next day. People start going to vote. Everybody leaves. They all go. They're like, you know what? We got to get out of here. We got to go. We got to go to New Hampshire and start setting up shop. And so they start setting up shop. And then in New Hampshire, same thing. They go, they, they spend a week in New Hampshire. They're making sure everything's right. They're going to the diners. They're shaking their hands. They're, they're speaking to the groups. And then all of a sudden, the day the voting happens, the day of the actual primary, everybody hightails it out of there because they got to start up shop in South Carolina. So really, the day that's important is Monday, March the 4th, the day before Super Tuesday. That is a big stinking deal. And the people in uh, Washington, D.C. knew that. The Democrats knew that. Jack Smith knew that. Tanya Chutkin knew it. And so she set the trial date to begin on the most important day of the most important primary, March 4th, the day before Super Tuesday. And now, thanks to the appeals process being lengthy, <laughs> uh, former De uh, President Donald Trump's March 4th trial date on charges of plotting to overturn the results of the 2020 election has been dropped from the public calendar of the federal court in Washington, D.C., a sign of what has long been anticipated, that his claim of presidential immunity from criminal prosecution would delay his trial while it remains on appeal. See, the thing about court is, the thing about these trials is, that you can really, I mean, you could really just put off cases forever. You could change lawyers, law firms, you could have some kind of, you know, other incident. You could find new discovery. You could, you know, appeal this decision, appeal that decision. You could file a claim of, you know, uh, bias on the judge. You could you would find, dig up stuff on the jurors. And there's, a, there's an endless amount of things you could do that would, that would stifle the process going forward. In fact, one of my favorite movies 
well, not one of my favorites, but it's a movie I really enjoyed. It was called Thank You for Smoking. And in this movie, Thank You for Smoking, uh, it was about it was about the um, the most dangerous lobbyists in Washington, D.C. They, they called them the merchants of death. And they were they were three lobbyists. One of them was for the tobacco lobby, cigarette lobby. One of them was for the gun lobby. And one of them was for the alcohol lobby. And all the other lobbyists ostracized them because they were the merchants of death. They were fighting for companies and industries that they believed killed people. And they would go out to lunches. And, you know, the guy who was representing the tobacco industry would smoke. And the girl who was representing the alcohol industry, she was always drinking. And the gun guy was always throwing guns around. It was a great movie. And one of the, uh, the, the cigarette guy, he's sitting there with his kid once. And his kid's writing an essay or something for class. And he, his uh, son says, dad. And he goes, yes, son. He goes, what's the best thing about the United States judicial system? And, or what's the best thing about the United States court system? He goes, our endless appeals process, <laughs> which I mean, I'm going to bet I, there's a, uh, there's, there's a, there's a segment of truth to that. If you're trying to draw something out past, oh, I don't know, an election day. Uh, but anyway, so Donald Trump and his team rightly appealed that he had presidential immunity, that his decisions that he made as president were not criminal. They were in the best interest of the country. Because let us recap. The claim is that Donald Trump tried to overturn the results of the 2020 election. How? Using his lawyers, calling Brad Raffensperger in Atlanta, uh, you know, stopping the, the ballots or the electoral votes on January 6th from being certified by Mike Pence talking to Mike Pence and saying, you have to save the country. You can't do this. And all the while, as president of the United States, he believes a crime has been committed against the country. He believes the Democrats, Joe Biden, the DNC, the deep state, he believes these people in the middle of the night went into Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania and all the states he was leading and, in, and dumped a bunch of ballots that we, we don't know whose ballots they are. We can't see them. We don't know who signed them. Some of them have been unsigned. They all look alike. They dumped these ballots in the middle of the night. They got counted. Ballots were stopped. You may remember all of these stoppages around the country. They stopped counting ballots. We're not really sure why. Yes, we are. But, you know, that's the story is we're not sure why, but we know exactly why. And he said there's a crime. This is the crime of the century. And so he, as the chief investigator, I mean, as the uh, president of the United States, your job is law enforcement. You're the, you're the highest ranking law enforcement officer in the country. So your job is to investigate and do anything that you can to make sure that the criminals come to justice. And then when that fails, the criminals take power and they try to put you away because they don't like being investigated. So he's like, look, I was doing my job. I have immunity. I did nothing wrong. And we need to appeal that. And that has dropped the, uh, that has dropped the March 4th date off of the calendar. Uh, rightly so. Uh, the other thing going on in Washington is this, is this immigration bill, which we should chit-chat about a little bit, because Chuck Schumer, who loves Ukraine, man, you, uh, Chuck Schumer, who loves you, and Mitch McConnell, who loves Ukraine even more. I mean, you want to talk about two Ukraine-loving dudes. They, they, are, they are two Ukraine-loving dudes. Chuck Schumer loves Ukraine, and, and Mitch McConnell loves Ukraine, and they've created this bond with each other. They have this uniparty bond where they get together and they just do whatever they can for Vladimir Zelensky. And one of the things that they're trying to do now for Vladimir Zelensky is rush through this vote on, uh, on Senator Lankford's migration bill. They want to make sure that they get it voted on. They want to make sure that nobody has time to read it. And they want to make sure that they get the money, the billions of dollars in this money, not for the border, but for Ukraine. 
into the hands of the Ukrainians as soon as possible. Uh, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is rushing the Senate to a migration vote on Wednesday, ensuring little time for senators or voters to understand the 200-page rewrite of immigration law. Will Republicans have an opportunity to speak as it relates to this bill and perhaps even modify it? Senator Todd Young asked reporters in the Senate after the rush schedule was announced. The details are going to matter, Senator Kevin Kramer told Fox News. Next week could be a quick turnaround, but the thing about text and why it's so important in this context is that the legal language matters a great deal. I feel like it always does. Um, Basically, here's what's happened. We know that this Lankford deal has been working on, they've been working on it with the Senate. They're trying to figure it out. Uh, They're avoiding HR2 at all costs. And now what they're going to say is on January, I'm sorry, on Sunday, February the the 2nd, 3rd, 4th, they're going to release the text of the bill. They're going to vote for it on Wednesday. If you release something on a Sunday and you vote for it on Wednesday, that gives the public zero days, almost two days to really figure out and comprehend what's in it. By the time everybody sees how egregious this is and what a money grab this is for Ukraine and how the Republicans are selling us out again, it'll already be passed and into law. And that's what they're hoping for. Senator Kristen Sinema, one of the three Senate negotiators, earlier admitted the need for great care in writing the, the immigration law. She also pushed for a quick turnaround before the voters could understand and comprehend what was in the bill. They want to hide it from the public. Mike Lee from Utah ain't happy about that. Remember what happened the last time we had a major overhaul of immigration or attempted overhaul? Uh, 2013, the Gang of Eight bill. We had that in the Senate Judiciary Committee, the Committee of Jurisdiction, for a markup. Most of our markups last uh, an hour or two, maybe three for a long one. This one lasted for a month. About four weeks. And... uh, Even then, we had some lag time between the end of the Senate Judiciary Committee markup and the time that it reached the floor. So, um, you know, I I personally don't understand why we don't go through all the processes. It's my understanding that they don't want to. So I've said, if you've already decided that, at a bare minimum, uh, uh, common courtesy would suggest the bare minimum that we need is a commitment that we'll have uh, three weeks to review the bill with the, the, the text in hand. Remember, all we have right now are a loose set of bullet points that we're told that we can't even really talk about because they're not finalized, and yet they talk about them for their purposes, and they convince the Wall Street Journal to publish an editorial saying that any Republican who opposes this thing is trying to score cheap political points at the expense of national security. Yeah, and that's basically basically how they're doing uh, everything in the... It, and again, it's not Democrats. It's, not, it's Democrats and Republicans. And because Kristen Sinema is involved, it's independents too. What they're trying to do is the Democrats have come forward. And he's right. With these bullet points, they know exactly what they're going to get. They know exactly what they're going to get, th- th- what they want. They know exactly how they're going to try to jam this through. And all they're going to do is say any Republican, because again, remember, in their minds, this is an immigration bill. It's all how you name it. It's the Migration Reform Act or whatever it is. It's about helping the border. It's about securing the border. It's not really about that at all. It's about getting more money to Ukraine while doing as little as possible to stop the inflow of illegal immigrants at the border. It's a, it's, hey, let's do this thing over here while really we're doing this other thing over here. And you put a fancy name on it, it's misdirection. But when the Republicans like Mike Lee, like Rick Scott, like hopefully Ted Cruz, like Marco Rubio, like all the others that I believe will vote against it, vote against it, 
they'll be told or the, the public will be told these senators, these Republicans, these Donald Trump supporting MAGA loving Republicans say they're for border security, but they just voted against the migration bill in the Senate. They voted against border security. No, they voted against sending money to Ukraine. But just because you vote against your made-up bill, it doesn't mean that you're against immigration. What they're really for is HR2 or something substantive, like uh, rebuilding the wall or starting construction on the wall again. Anyway, listen, we're going to get into all of this. We're going to get into all of this today on the Marcation. We have so much that we have to. Uh, we have so much that we have to talk about. Also, fun fact: we have um, we have uh, the Marcation on Newsmax TV tomorrow and the day after. And I got I got it back from the. I got it back from the editors because what happens is we send all the stuff to we send all the stuff out to uh, Newsmax and then they send it back. And I, I never got these quotes. Here's what I got. It was hilarious, period. That was it. That was the only usually we get notes. Hey, change this. Can you add that? Can you shorten this? Bleep out this word because it's bad. You know, something like that. But this was just hilarious. And they sent it up. I was like, OK, that's great. Um, in just a minute, too. Also, we are going to be uh, hosting our very first Q&A in our brand new group called ACES. And it stands for the American Conservative Entrepreneur Society. And if you want to join, it's, I've, I've redirected my main URL, markk.com, M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E.com, to go to the ACES homepage. You can watch. We had a big launch yesterday. You can watch the launch video. It's fantastic. You can, uh, you can join up for a discounted rate. It's going to be $99 a month. Right now, though, for like j just the next couple of days, it's $79 a month. And that's forever. So... If you join at $99 a month next week, it'll cost you $99 a month. But if you join at $79 a month today, it will only ever cost you $79 a month. And over the course of a year, that's gosh, 20 times, that's $240 worth of savings. Plus, and this is cool, the very first 100 members, charter members of our new American Conservative Entrepreneur Society will get a brand new ACES ball cap, which is a $30 value free of charge. We're, even, we're not even going to charge you shipping. We're just going to mail it, just boom, you're going to get it, and you're going to put it on your head, and you're going to go, this is the best, this is the best American conservative entrepreneur society I've ever been a member of, and soon to be the biggest and the most effective and the most profitable as well. Um, so hurry and join. go to markk.com, M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E.com, and join, because in just a few minutes, we're going to host our very first of our weekly Q&As. There's a whole bunch of other great stuff in there, and a community of like-minded Freedom-loving, uh, li or liberty-loving, freedom-defending American-style patriots who also enjoy uh, turning a profit, capitalism, making money, and and chasing and, and realizing those dreams that our founding fathers promised to us all those years ago. MarkK.com. Join today. The Mark K Show begins soon. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like and share and follow. Uh, next week's schedule is going to be a little wonky. There will be no podcast on Monday, Tuesday. Knock on wood, we can maybe make it happen Wednesday, eh, up in the air. But by Thursday and Friday, we'll be back on a regular schedule. That's just, that's just kind of what happens when we have to start traveling. And there, it's a big travel year. It's an important year. There's a lot to do today. Uh, today. There's a lot to do this year um, to make sure that we all save the republic.